It's Texas Standard Time. There's still many unknowns about the fate of children separated from their families at the border. But a recent investigation by the Associated Press discovered loopholes that could lead to situations in which deported parents could lose their kids to adoption in the U.S. For more on that, we're joined by one of the reporters on this story, Garantz Burke. Welcome to the Texas Standard. Thanks for having me. Your story opens with the saga of a mother-daughter pair from El Salvador, Araceli and Alexa. Where does their story begin? So their story begins back in November 2015 when they made the arduous journey from El Salvador to the U.S.-Mexico border. Um, Araceli Ramos, the mother, was hoping to claim asylum and um, build a new life for herself and her toddler. But then things went wrong when they were separated by U.S. officials, she says. And the mother was deported back to El Salvador, but her two-year-old was placed into the U.S. federal foster care system. And so Alexa, the little girl, ended up in suburban Grand Rapids, Michigan, um, in a long-term foster care home. Now, now, one of the players in this case is, is an organization called Bethany Christian Services. Who are they and how do they factor into all of this? So Bethany Christian Services is one of the foster agencies that um, does work for the Office of Refugee Resettlement, the mm-hmm. federal government, right. um, placing migrant children with foster parents when, um, you know, the the government deems that's the best option for them. So she was placed with a family. Was she, in fact, adopted by the family? No, she was not ultimately adopted. But the foster family, based on their experiences with Alexa, became concerned that she had been abused prior to getting to their home and um, were worried that she would be abused if she were reunited with her mother. And so they went ahead and tried to gain um, full guardianship of Alexa in a Michigan state court. Now, um, the federal government ultimately weighed in on that case and said that they had violated federal law in doing so because Alexa was never open for uh, any kinds of guardianship or custody proceedings. Well, now, but still, you can see how these sorts of situations might become long-term, if not permanent, separations. Has that sort of thing happened in which children have been, in fact, adopted away from their birth parents? Well, one of the things we wanted to do with this story is point out um these holes in the system that essentially allow state court judges to grant custody of migrant children to American families, sometimes without notifying their parents. Um, So basically, the, the children who are under the care of the Office of Refugee Resettlement are part of this flawed piecemeal system where they could end up ultimately being adopted by U.S. families. Um, Sometimes that is the wish of the children, and sometimes that is because they have asked to be adopted by their foster parents or they were trafficking victims, for instance. Um, But through talking with Bethany, uh, we did learn that nine of the 500 migrant children that particular agency has had assigned to its foster program have been adopted by American families since the wow. 1980s. It's it's hard, though, not to, uh, to talk about this and talk about the recent 
wave of family separations on the border that obviously made national, indeed international, headlines. What happened after those separations? Did we see an uptick in the numbers of these kinds of cases, or is it too soon to know exactly how they have been or will be resolved? Well, it's important to know that none of this happens overnight. Um, Kids don't end up in long-term foster care until um, the government has had trouble finding a sponsor for them to be released to, or in the case of the zero tolerance separation, some kids are ending up in long-term foster care because the government has decided they're not eligible to be reunified with their parents. But, um, you know, I think one of the other things we wanted to point out is that experts told us the risk is really growing for these kinds of hearings to come before state court judges who just may not be entirely up to speed on how federal custody of migrant children works. So it's, you know, essentially something to watch over time as we learn more about the infants and children's and teens who were taken from their families at the border under zero tolerance earlier this year and who remain in the United States. It's a remarkable story told by Garance Burke, a reporter for the Associated Press. Thanks so much for sharing some time with us on the Texas Standard. Thank you.